Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 232 of MMT Millennial Movie Talk. We are back with our first episode of 2024, and everyone is out here in Australia somewhere. I'm one of your hosts, Brayden, joined as always by the wonderful Alex. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an audio podcast. You, you can talk. Hello. I know we've been on break, but like, let's let's get back in the swing of things. I'm here. I'm also joined. Thank you, Chris. Hello. I'm here. I'm here too. And also joined by Michael. Hello. I'm here too. Hell yeah! Good work. Good work, everybody. I really hope the video works enough for this episode for this oh. to make it to the wonderful YouTubes. Yeah. Um, we we've all taken some time away over the uh, the Christmas New Year holiday break, and I'm sure we've all watched. It's really hard to take anything I, seriously yeah, from with Alex just hanging out like a little potato <laughs> on the screen. I was thinking potato, <laughs> potato, yeah. And the perspective just looks so wrong. <laughs> Stick with it. I don't know what it looks like. Just yes. keep going. It's hilarious. I, I look like a C. Yeah. I look like a CEO that's in a Zoom meeting that doesn't know his camera's on, <laughs> and he's just chilling yes. while they're talking about important things. Maybe yes. one of the. It's exactly right. One of the Wally humans in the chairs. No <laughs> <laughs> <Even our> neck. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. God damn it. Oh my god! Well, Mr. Potato Head, it's wonderful to have you here, um, and you've been in some wonderful films. I've been looking on people's letterbox for the people who uh, update that bad boy, and um, I, and I I think everyone's seen a bunch of stuff in the break, and it was also the end of 2023, and we had some time to catch up on films that released in 2023. I'm sure we all have top ten lists. For the year, yes. No, I've got some. Yeah, we might. We've if had, we want to kick it, mayhaps. do we? Do you want to? Do you want to jump straight into your top tens, or do you want to quickly talk about things that you watched and caught up on? Um, I don't mind. I'm easy. That you are. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> top ten. What? Um, I'm intrigued. Michael wants to do a Michael's top ten. Michael's going for it. Michael's going for the top ten. Michael, do you want to start us off? Oh, he's going to do all. Do our number ten and then. Pretty sure my table. top ten's pretty public, so nothing higher than my top ten. How how, how we how we doing? We we doing just one at a time, all of us. What do we want to do? Think, yeah, I, I like the I like the ring around a rosy. Alrighty, uh, ten to nine to eight. Pocket I'll, full of I'll, I'll kick us off we with a movie that came out earlier last year with someone who we won't name drop, but it is Creed three. Oh, ah, so I definitely didn't watch as many movies from last year as I thought I did. But That's a I do remember enjoying Creed 3. I <laughs> do remember at the time enjoying Jonathan Majors in that movie. Well, mm-hmm. Creed but 3 ended up, wasn't it your number 10? Yeah. My number 23. There you go. You watched so many more movies uh, than me. I, I've watched fifty-nine new movies last year. I've watched okay. I've watched nineteen to put that in perspective. <laughs> I, I think I watched like fifteen. 
and new movies, but, I don't know, but I'm struggling to even get 10 here. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can see who the movie person of this podcast is. Letterboxd helps yes. a lot with things like this. Yes. And I haven't been but, using uh, yeah. it. Creed 3 is in my 10. Not much else to say. I did enjoy it at the time. Haven't seen it since. But Very fair. I'll pass on to Chris. Number 10? Yeah. Uh, though I'm, I'm missing an 8, but... Ten uh, is is it's the pole in. His whole top you know ten what? is the pole in. I enjoy. I'm not missing a ten. Instead, he's missing the eight. Because <laughs> yeah, I know no, th- he hasn't bunched them up. He's Wait, just like you no, hear no, the movie. Gap. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is probably around ten. Look, I tried to remember the memorable movies that I saw, and mm. Indiana Jones was on that list, and I was like, if this is even surviving the cut, it's going to be ten. <laughs> That's fair. So makes sense. All right. That's fair. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Um, look, mid, but it was something. I liked it more than Crystal Skull. We've been we've been over it. There it is. I That's fair. think I like Crystal Skull more. Whoa! I'm sorry. Yeah, he sat for a while. Have, look, you, have you been thinking about this for ages? One mm. of them's got Spielberg mani- magic. One of them don't. Mm. And one Crystal Skull got Nazis. Crystal Skull's got the next best thing, Russians. <laughs> yeah, but Russian Nazis, red fascism, you know, like it's good to see Indiana Jones punch a good old fascist. Like it's just, it's good. It's what That's you want to see. That's who should be punched. Yeah. I stand by. I stand by uh, that. Number 32 on my list. <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. Oh my God. Not going not gonna to die on that hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, I will go next, and then that leaves Alex last for us. Uh, my number 10, I was really hoping I was going to be able to watch more movies in the last two weeks uh, to be able to bump this one off the list, uh, but uh, it's it's here because I didn't watch enough. Uh, number 10 for me is uh, Scream 6. 6. Yeah. Scream 6. Number 18 for um, me. Yep. You seem really disappointed uh, to have that on your list. Oh, just because of what they've I, done recently. It's yeah, got, Spider of, Glass has got a bad rep now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything they've done as of late has really tainted that entire legacy, they, which is really sad. Was it just they were dropping a lot of the uh, people from the next movie? Is that what well, the whole thing was? Well, they fired their main actor because she has political views. Ah, Which because right. by political views, <laughs> the correct supports clue. stopping a genocide. <laughs> yeah, so they got rid of her, which was yeah. wrong. And then everyone went. And then that's fucked. Jenna Ortega apparently dropped out due to scheduling conflicts, which is a lie. Jenna Ortega jumped ship <laughs> because yeah. they were like, "You can't do that." And now apparently the other two of the core four have dropped out. So oh, they, they've lost their four and main characters, and now apparently Nev Campbell is in talks to come back. Jesus Christ! Do you think that they are absolutely kicking themselves from killing Dewey? Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that, I, well, I think right now they're kicking themselves for a lot of reasons. Yeah, and then now the two other the two directors that did five and six because oh they lost the director as well by the way because um, yes. their two directors weren't coming back that was before anything happened they just wanted to do something else so they had the guy that did Happy Death Day and um, Freaky come in and do what would would have been seven and then once yes. all of this happened he dropped out mm. 
Understandable. So, but now the those other two directors of five and six, they've got a new movie coming out called Abigail this year, which looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, is that the ballerina one? That vampire ballerina. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've only seen the poster. Yeah, she's a vampire child ballerina. Oh hell yeah! Um, and it's got Catherine Newton. Um, it's got shit. it's got a few people in it, and it's like the last performance by that guy from Euphoria that died. Oh, oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, damn. Yeah, there's some there's some other interesting people in it. I watched the trailer the other day. I just forget. But yeah. it's right, good. Alex, hit, hit us with your number ten. Uh, number ten was I've got Dream Scenario. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of this movie. This is no. Yeah, straight over there. This no. is starring uh, the one and only Nicolas Cage. Um, this is a movie about a man who just starts appearing in people's dreams and (laughs) I do remember the trailer for this one yes Nicolas Cage plays a man and he just starts popping up in people's dreams but like it's just doing like they're having a normal dream and he's just standing there doing nothing Um, and then it slowly progresses and progresses and progresses and he starts doing he starts being actively involved in the dreams and starts ruining his life um, in real life um, because of something he has no control in and he's not doing anything of and you're just watching this man kind of spiral and and (laughs) and get fucked over oh god but it's really fun that's sad it's a really fun movie and Nicolas Cage is great as always nice nice yeah Good on him. That was number always, 10 on my list. Always quite strong, that one. I would recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Oh, also, quick honorable mentions because I've got 58. Um, <laughs> no, no, because I've got 58 <laughs> movies. There's some movies that didn't make it in that I'll shout out quickly. Uh, May, December, uh, best comedy of the year about childhood trauma, um, according to the Golden Globes. Um, <laughs> new one that came out recently, Society of the Snow, which was oh, about yeah. – uh, it's on Netflix. It's about the group of rugby players that crash into the Alps um, on their plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, and okay. they may right. Rugby players. Didn't the soccer team do that? Was this? Are you thinking of Yellow Jackets, the TV show? No, no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, this that, happened to a soccer team famously, and that's what um, I thought the movie was about. Alive. But I sure. Think, I think sure it was rugby. There was, they've had, they have made a movie about this before called Alive. It's a, it's the I same think. people. It's the same okay. story. No, it's the same true story. Thinking of the hit, yeah. the hit Liam Neeson film, The Grey. The Taken. <laughs> the Taken. Uh, <laughs> the Taken. Yeah, it, it's based on it's based on a true story Rugby team. about okay. yeah this Uruguay Uruguay they're from Uruguay. Um, yep. And they yep. they Uruguay. crash in yeah they crash into the Andes. Sorry, not the Alps. Um, ah, on their way that's to Chile, where the confusion came. Yes, um, they crash into the Andes. And there may or may not be cannibalism. Anyway, they definitely <laughs> ate each other. No, they they ate each other. Um, yum yum. It's Alive. a really depressing movie, um, but it was a bit it was of fun. Good. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching. I remember watching the uh, other movie in uh, English in high school, and that was pretty uh, confronting. Yeah, this one. This one's in um, a different. It's a foreign film. Um, oh, okay. so, Uganda uh, at all? Or? Yeah, it must be. Uh, number 13, Guides of the Galaxy 3. Nice. Uh, I said Ugandan. 12. Uruguayan. <laughs> Uruguayan. Um, uh, You're a 12 is The Killer and 11 was Talk to Me. It didn't hey, make nice. the 10. 
didn't, didn't make, make the, the ten. That's right. Support my, the my team. Check in, my check-in's open tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but Nicolas Cage starred in a movie where he's in people's dreams. It knocked it out. Yeah, it's pretty fair, honestly. <laughs> that sounds I, cool, I thought but Talk to Me would have been high on your list. Yeah, I thought that was like <laughs> mid I'm interested to hear. I'm interested to hear your Excuse list. Excuse me, can I just say that Talk to Me beat Scream Ninja Turtles, Godzilla minus one. Um, it's a big killer. list. It's, it beat big list. David Finch. Like, you, you just hear it beat Dungeons and Dragons, it beat Air, it beat Creed 3. <laughs> like, it, it, beat, it beat things a lot that of things. it should have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Powerhouse. Good work. I'll swing around to number nine. It is nine. Uh, anyone but you. Really? Oh, that's a rom com. Yeah, that made the ten. That made the ten. I that really. The, ten. the more I think about it, the more I like. The more I think about it, and the more I see like things about it pop up. I remember how much I enjoyed it. That movie's got a rough opening, though. I remember being very concerned in the first 20 minutes, and then it kind of settled yeah. its way back in and saved me with the last half. And I also yeah. think the credits do a lot to make you leave the movie happier Happy. and more, enjoying is, more than is, you do. Yeah, everyone's singing the song, yeah. yeah. Um, but I have a lot of fun. This is a pretty – I think it's a pretty good rom-com. It does a good job. Um, Glenn it's Powell's been City Sweeney are fun together. Glenn Powell's the most charismatic man I've ever seen. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> that was the end of the sentence. He won me over when he was meant to be the asshole dickhead in Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was your favorite guy, he's wasn't my, he? He's he was my, yeah, Hangman was my boy. And he, he, he made me like a character that's kind of a cunt. <laughs> well, you know, Sydney's my girl, I wish. And uh, Sydney, you, it's, you it's, see it's, a lot of Sydney. It's nice to see Sydney starring. She, had a big, she hasn't had a big starring role. She's been kind of on the... Moving her way into into a list. Yeah, I think I, would I say. think this is her like big thing. This is coming one of the into big ones, movies. Right? Coming into movies at least, like she's yeah, obviously big she's from Australia and stuff. And she's in but, uh, White Lotus. Yeah, and she's been I in think, a Tarantino I keep movie. She's in that. I, I think she's in. Lotus. She's one of the Manson like family in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh, okay, I know but she's an extra. Do. She's an extra, though. Yeah, but yeah that's what Real, I mean. Yeah. Uh, starring, yeah. no. starring role. Love to see it. Uh, really, really enjoyed that movie. So if you haven't seen it, I'd, I'd recommend I'd it. It's a good time. Uh, nice. Chris. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine, <laughs> I've put Guardians, volume hey. three. Nice. Another song that makes, nice. you, makes you happy with the ending song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's, you know, I was... I saw it this year. <laughs> that, that's that's pretty important that's for making. For making my top ten. That's 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 pretty up there, you know. I saw it this year. For, I can't it's wait for only... Napoleon to be number one. <laughs> I yeah, saw it definitely. this year just because he saw it. My yeah. favorite thing was, <laughs> it's fine. I saw it this year. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that I, was it. Yeah. No I can guarantee Napoleon does not make this list, which is what made this so hard. <laughs> You <laughs> uh, <laughs> would have had the eight right there. It would have been a top ten. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've spoken about that. Move on. Yeah, yeah. we have spoken about Guardians a bunch. <laughs> Move along. My number nine, nine, is a different Marvel movie, The Marvels. Oh, um, I've got twenty-five minutes left of that. <laughs> oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's gonna so be that's gonna be my sixtieth film. You'd be Jesus. <laughs> You'd be in the middle of the big end fight scene, I guess. The, the bad lady just disintegrated. 
Oh yeah. But now there's still <laughs> 25 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. That, the film isn't perfect, but I had a really fun time with it. What I really like. What did you put at 10? Scream. Ah. No, Toby's not happy me. with you. Toby's that not was happy with you. Don't judge me. Yeah. I had a really fun time with the Marvels. So I, I, I actually surprisingly enjoy I've been enjoying it more than I thought I would be. There's some really dumb shit, but there was a the the, the best part of the film's a fight scene where they're swapping through, but like it's before they yes. work out what's going on. Um, yeah, when it's really chaotic and they don't know what's going on. That entire yeah. sequence is great. That's the best part um, of the film. Does, does the, the fact film that is it's... really heavily lifted up by uh, Iman Vellani's performance. Like her as Kamala Khan is fantastic. I know I'm in the minority here because everyone loves her. I've spoken about, but I can't handle her where she does her screaming and she does yeah. uh, when she's saying – she goes like, "Oh my god!" In the highest pitch, like I don't know, yeah. I don't love it, but I know I'm in the, the minority. Whole, the whole fangirl thing. Yeah, mm. I'm in the minority does, with that. That, but I don't understand that. Does it? Does yeah. it help that it's like not an overly long Marvel movie, so it doesn't like get dragged out? I thought the first 16 minutes because that's when I first clicked the screen to see how far in I was. When I went, I've yeah. got to be 30 <laughs> minutes into it, and it's 16. It and is, I thought, wow, it is odd. Like there are there are definitely things in the film where it's like, oh, that probably didn't need to be here. And, the and then movie, there's other things where it's like, I really wanted more of that. And, and the the amount of time they used is used weirdly, but yeah. And the movie had a fun time. Kind of just goes, fuck. We know that no one watched Vision. <laughs> the, we know yeah, that. It, it does a it does a pretty good job of summing up all those movies. Yeah, but it, I was it surprised takes, at it how takes, much they commit to them, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like they really commit to being like, we're going to give you a full-on flashback summary of all of it. It's nowhere near as bad as Love and Thunder. Like this oh, is no. like this kind of just reminds me of like an average phase one or phase two movie, not a bad one. Like that's mm. what I'd, I'd put it with. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. Like some CGI looks a bit eh, but like every movie, like you don't have many movies where unless Nolan's doing it, where it looks flawless <laughs> nowadays, it's just how mm. it works now. Yeah. All right. Hit us with your number nine, Alex. Oh, it me. Uh, John Wick chapter four. Very Nice. There we go. John Wick Chapter 4. John Wick Chapter 4. I'm pretty sure people are going to be talking about it later, so I'm just going to zip, zippity zap, zap, zap. So many stairs. So uh, many stairs. Alrighty. I'll kick it off with the number eight. My number eight is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hey. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Again, just another movie that I just had a lot of fun in and I enjoyed oh, myself. So and for someone who, like, I've, I've watched – TMNT as a kid, but it was like never really my thing. And then like never really watched the movies that were coming out as I grew up. So this is like the first one I've probably seen in the movies. And I really vibed with it. It was great fun. Yeah. We, have, we have a friend that famously really hates this movie. Not really hates. He gave it a two out of five and said it just wasn't a good movie. And he claims that the turtles don't have individual personalities, which is so wrong. That's it insane is. to say. They literally all do. But besides 100%. that fact. I think that yeah. I think with this one, I'm guessing, Brayden, do you have a higher? I have this in the exact same spot. All right, cool. We can just talk about it. It's also it's also <laughs> number eight for me. Um, I just think yeah, that I, I really enjoyed it. Number nineteen. 
Um, I just think I think that a the animation of it's really good and really fun. And animation different. is so stylistic. The voice actors obviously great in this. The villain yeah. is oh. the villain is also just <laughs> ice <yep>. cube. <laughs> it's just oh man, there's so I, much of this film which is just shocking. I also had a lot of fun with this, and yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's just a like, really enjoyable look, movie. I think that's literally the first thought that came out when we saw this movie was we just enjoyed that a lot before we mentioned anything else. Me and Alex just like yeah. that was definitely fun. So it's it just it, made my list. It's a fun movie, and it it's got heart. And does it get does it get fucking bonkers at the end of the film? Yes, of course it but does. But it's, 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 it's got totals. wicked like, art. Fun. Wicked art. Wicked it's hair. got wicked art. Bacon, egg, and cheese. But yeah, there we go, Chris. Yeah, you're not the father for no, your number. missing movie. No, I've, I managed to fill this one in. Um, may have required a, a Google just to see when something technically came out in America. That's it. On Boxing Day. <laughs> yep. And this movie's Ferrari. Ooh. Oh, yeah, this is a movie from this year. This year? Yeah, 100%. Ah, oh, last year, last year. <laughs> yeah, you're, it is. You're correct in putting this on your list. Wait a bit. Yes. Now, Australia, it's, it's this year. But, yeah, fuck uh, it. We're done. It, it, did, we're, it did release on Christmas Day, I think. Christian, I've got Day. movies. I've got movies on here that don't come out for another month here. Okay. <laughs> insanity. Right. Well, Ferrari. No, 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 no. It's in on the theaters, not um, insanity. Yeah. I don't think anyone don't else has anymore. Ferrari anywhere on their lists. I, I've no. not seen it. It's fine. Uh, it's pretty good. Adam Driver does a great job. You know, Ferrari is very Enzo is an uh, iconic character, and he he played that part. <laughs> You're friends with him, are you? <laughs> yeah, uncle. uncle. Uh, well, I've, I've been to the Ferrari factory in in Modena, and there's a wax figure of him there. And it, oh. oh man, Adam looked just like that wax figure, just <laughs> like it. And uh, look, he's an iconic character. He does the the Enzo cool. He looks cool. He's the coolest man there is. And uh, I just the movie focuses a lot on his personal life and and a big race and a you know a big uh, incident that happened but like <laughs> Brayden, what's could happened could have could have gone more is on that the Adam race. driver yeah have you oh, not seen shit. have you not seen yeah. like him no. in this at all oh my god but yeah yeah could have that's wild good for him could have had more cars could have been more on the cars but it's about <laughs> enzo it's about a, a time in enzo's life and a big aspect of his life so fair enough uh yeah maybe six out of ten it's fine it's good cool cars mm. shot beautifully i will say that shot beautiful it's shot beautifully nice mm. all right alex hit us with your number eight. Oh, you had ninja turtles and sandspot mine was also turtles uh my number eight is mission impossible dead reckoning part two part one very <laughs> i wish nice. it was part two <laughs> I was you already saw it <laughs> give You're me done. part two right now Nah, this was a really great movie when did fun. we get part two? We're meant to get it this year, but some people Ooh. wanted to go on strike for better money. <laughs> <laughs> some people. Alex, we support those people. <laughs> you, yes. If it deprives you of part two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one circumstance, Braden. Like, Doom get- part two was meant to be on our list here somewhere, and now it's not. Yeah, that was meant to be December, wasn't it? It was meant to be October, and it didn't come out. It wow. comes out in it's all, end of February. It's almost like uh, the people hold a lot of power over uh, the corporations, I which know, is great. And I so know, and I know that was all for a good cause, and we respect and like what they want to do. <laughs> we 
when you well, say was, it like that, it sounds bad. But Tom Cruise isn't getting younger. And that's the Mission Impossible movie. Oh my god, that's so true. He could Churn die out. and Churn him out. He could die any day by doing one of these things he's doing on set. So that's, that's no, that man's pretty, never that's pretty good point. And have you heard now that he's signed up for Top Gun Three? They're doing Top Gun Three, and he's back. Oh, I'm very excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I would I wouldn't have mind Top Gun Three just being Glenn Powell and Miles Teller. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that is true. Just being the young bugs. But like, great. you got to have him. He was great in Maverick. Yeah. Keep doing it till it's bad. Yeah, true. He'll do it till <laughs> he literally dies. Yeah, he's dying in the movie. Tom Cruise has yeah, like he's a, gonna... a contract where, like, if he dies on set, like, they have to use the footage. He had yes. First of all, yes. If he <laughs> dies, he, he he will he will commit to the take if it means death. Um, yeah, they will uh, rewrite the rest of the movie to include that. Do you reckon death? he owns insurance companies? Smiling. I yes. wouldn't be surprised if he <laughs> needs to. Yeah, because like he would, he'd be the only person that would insure himself. Yeah. Very true. Anyway, Top Gun, not Top Gun. What's the other one? Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, let's Number just put eight. Top Gun. Just put Top Gun. Yeah, just <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. I said that no film this year was better than Top Gun Maverick from last year. <laughs> maybe wrong. I've now, my number one and maybe number two could be, but. Top Gun Maverick. You've watched a lot more good. films since you've made that statement. Yes, but Top Gun Maverick. It, it made me feel. <laughs> it made it, me feel it, again. It, it, it made the made movies happen again. It saved it cinema. Saved, oh it my did. god! It's it's it Steven cinema. Spielberg told Tom Cruise he saved cinema. That's on record. We have that footage. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. It did. It happened. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> it did. I'll, I'll send you the video. Right, I'll keep it. Know. I'll keep it chugging along. My number Get seven it. is Barbie. Nice. Oh, major. But I'm guessing Brayden has it higher, so we can talk about Mate. it later. We, I got a higher. We'll talk about it later. All right, we'll, talk, we'll come. We'll come back around to it later. Do we want yes. to know where I had Barbie? Is it not in the top? It's not in the top ten. <laughs> number twenty-seven. There we go. Okay. Above Sorax. Chris, haven't seen Barbie. Under uh, the crater. Number seven. Blackberry. Oh, nice. Blackberry medalist. I really, really liked Blackberry. Um, Glenn Powell. Yeah, Glenn. Not Glenn Powell. How- Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. <laughs> I was going to say Glenn Powell again. Yeah. <laughs> he is so good at this. Like he does that rage, that Dennis rage, so well in in this setting, and uh, I liked it. Also, um, what's the other guy's name? Alex. Nettie. Nettie Jay Barishel. Jay, Jay Barishel. Jay Baruchel does a good job as well. I, mm. I I must say, after the time jump, I hated his grey haircut. Hated it. <laughs> Looks like an idiot. But apparently that's the real Ooh. character. So, you know, that's the beginning of the downfall of Blackberry, if you ask me. Did, did, no. did I tell you when watching it, my dad hated his um, friend? That oh, you did. Start the my dad, love- like this, my his dad hated him. His friend is amazing. Him. Because his friend reminded me of like one of the people in my like core group, like oh you know oh you know God. you've all met Oscar at some point. Yeah, that guy just reminds me of Oscar. And it's it was cracking me up the whole time. Like the June t-shirts, <laughs> like but it's movie oh night. Oh my God, it's movie night. It's movie uh, night. Yeah, I loved him. Uh, it was a great Every little night can't great be movie story. Night. Like um. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been a few of these type of movies since like Social Network, which is amazing. And still the best know, to do it. Yeah, this this was good. 
This is great. Uh, Blackberry, you know, most popular plane in the world. And then it was nothing. Now it's a ghost town. Check out Blackberry, nice. kids. <laughs> Check out Blackberry. Google what a Blackberry, Blackberry is. And then once you've learned about that, watch the movie. Yes. Right if you're born post 2000, you'll have no idea what we're talking about. My number seven is a bloody fun film, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Oh, that made nice. Yeah, it made, it made my list. I had such a fun time. And like, again, I feel like it gets some bonus points for being just like so much better than I was expecting it to be. But like, I really enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I reckon I could pop that movie on whenever. And enjoy it. Agreed. Um, Number twenty. I, I feel like that's just a an easy fun flick, and I'm surprised at how much effort they put into it. It was it was so much fun. Number twenty on my yeah. list. I agree. Very nice. Choppy. Uh, yes. My number seven is Killers of the Flower Moon. Ooh, uh, yes. Yeah. Good movie. Real good. too long though. Gosh, too goddamn long. It's the, a long it's the, movie. It's that middle segment it's that middle black i think we said it picks up again at a certain at a certain when catalyst jesse, when jesse plemons rocks up i go meth damon's here to save us exactly <laughs> it picks up but yeah it picks up yeah uh great movie uh great performances really interesting story uh martin scorsese is still making great movies that uh, at 205 how old he is unlike some other directors of the same generation Hey man, yeah, Ridley Scott. We can't. We'll see how Gladiator Two goes this year. No, Oof. it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Not going to be good. Right. Some good predictions. Hit us, Michael. My number six is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I know Michael that Twinsies. He's going to end up with Mission half the Impossible is also my number six. There we go. Again, just I mean. What more can you add? It's Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise things and it's always enjoyable. And It's Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise things, but then also the supporting cast were fantastic. Yes. They did a really always good are. job holding up the rest of this film. Like Also, loved it. Hayley Atwell joining, love it. Um, all, all, the, all the action sequences were just like so much better than like films that have like one good action scene. Like, damn. I can never dislike. Well, I mean, I can because there is one that you he can drove dislike, a motorbike. Off I can't dislike a, a Mission Impossible movie. He, drove, yeah, he did that. He and did, they they he built did a train. They built a working train to crash it. Insane. You gotta love it. You gotta respect just that. You gotta respect the hustle. Balls to the walls that Tom Cruise does for these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. There we go. Chris. Love it. And I'm so excited for part two. Yeah, me too. Number six. Uh, we got Flower Moon also. Hey, twin. twin. Oh, wait, no, Twinning. it's my six. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's hey, I, I it, it was your seven, I? right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I go that, last. yeah, I knew that. Yeah, we're not twins. But yeah, I like it. It's too damn long, though. <laughs> too damn long. <laughs> it's too darn loud. Yeah. My number Beautiful six film. Hit us. Is Across the Spider-Verse. Way nice, nice. nice. Spooderman, and I'm sure Spooderman. we're going to talk about him later. We are going to yeah, talk about him later. We're, we're yeah. going to talk about him later. We'll get, we'll get back around. <laughs> Alrighty, we're into the top five. Oh my god! There we are. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. 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 It's gone John wicked. I have John Wick chapter four. Oh, nice. at, what, at number four, five? Five. Would have been better at number four. <laughs> yeah, you should have just bumped it up. Yeah, should have. Should have. If what you have but, at number four is not better than this movie, then we're going to have words. <laughs> should we going to swap But it's just, I love all the John Wick movies. This had some fantastic scenes, especially the uh, top down one through the house. Gives up. Yeah. Like, um, oh, what was it? Hotline Miami vibes. Is that the, yeah. That's the oh, one yeah. I'm thinking of? Love that game. Given the, those vibes. The uh, whole, the, the, the um, stairs. The fire scene. shotgun. The Fire shock at the stairs. <laughs> he goes up them and down them and back up them again. My God. Those stairs saw so much action. But it's like half a film. As ridiculous hour, as these. The last hour of that movie is just an action scene. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't stop. And somehow. And it, and it ends with, so well. It does. Mm-hmm. I, my next point is no matter how ridiculous the, the action scenes get with the bulletproof suit and the stairs and everything. It somehow manages how funny to is end it? like that and tuck you like tug on your heartstrings right at the end. And yeah. yes, oh. it is lifts the suit jacket up. Like imagine just walking through this. Imagine walking to work and just going with your suit jacket. <laughs> but yes, established great. in number two, and it's the funniest thing because now we've had three more three movies, movies of them just being of- like pew 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 pew. Yeah. I just love that they don't ever they don't feel the need to explain it. So if someone's just going and seeing it, could being like, oh, I've heard they're good action movies, and then they go see it, they're like, what the fuck are they doing? With oh, this? The whole there's scene. a scene in two or three. There's after he gets into a massive fight, he takes the jacket off, and all these cr- like crushed bullets, bullets just fall bullets out to the ground. Fall out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, just like thinking about the whole scene in the when they're in want to say it's Tokyo in like that room with all the cabinets and stuff and he runs out of his gun and they're fist fighting and everything. Yeah, they're, oh. they're flying through all the different glass cabinets. Is that so number two, three? Did we just start talking about number three? Four? Oh, oh you're three not talking about Three has the, the room They're in the cabinets the, of all the weapons. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah, that's like in the gun that, store. That one's crazy. Oh, because you also reminded me of the other part in number three where they just start throwing each other through glass panels. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think they, they just throw they each other through a lot of glass in all the they movies. They do that again. This yeah. one did. I'd love, so I'd love to see a stat of how many glass panes were broken in John Wick movies. <laughs> this was the first time though on a John Wick movie. I, I went, "Come on, guys, he's surely dead now." He, he, there's a scene in the movie where he jumps out of a three-story building, lands on a car, and <laughs> flings into the ground, and he just gets yeah. up and hobbles along. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah that a, one was a bit. I, I, you're really stretching. I mean, he should have you know, been dead from the fall from the top of the fucking he, building. Yeah, he also should have been dead gets... by a lot of things, though. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. can't be done. Can't kill him. He cut off his finger in the desert in the third one. Probably would have got infected cutting it off in the desert. Yeah, probably. Mm. Probably yeah. should have lost his hand. Oh. But anyway, we'll keep on well, how moving would he do this? Chris. <laughs> Chris, what do you have at number five? Number five. Another one that hasn't been brought up yet, but I know it's very high on a few of your lists. So number five is uh, Poor Things. I will talk about Ooh. it. We'll talk about it. I'm sure it's one, two, or three on Mr. Alex's I'm list. Yet, yet very four. interested to hear more about yet Poor four, Things. Yet four movies better than Poor Things? Yeah. Poor <laughs> Things is great. They're all named Napoleons. Have you not but, listened to him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's we'll just all syllables, Napoleon. 
<laughs> that's it. That's how your guys' lists work, right? <laughs> no. Uh, my number. My number five is uh, uh, a little streaming service movie, uh, Nimona. Oh, there we go. I really like Nimona. Um, Nimona is great. Everyone should check it out. It's a real sweet, like, touching, heartfelt story with really nice animation, fun characters, um, and I, 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 I got to support it. it. It's, it's so much fun, and it, it is really good. The cast they got for it's great, um, and it just tells a really sweet story, and it's fun fantasy sci-fi, and it's a good time. Alex. My number five is a movie called Past Lives. Nice. Made yes. at number five. This is a American-made, mostly spoken in Korean, though, film about two people who were really great childhood friends and kind of had, like, that young love mm. thing when they were, like, I don't know, in year three or four in um, Korea, I believe. Yeah. Um, and then – her family moves away, so they separate. And then they reconnect, like, uh, all these years later, and then they stop talking for about another 10 years and picks up 24 years after she left Korea. And they just meet up again. She's married now with a husband, but there's just a lot of talking about what happened if they didn't leave. Clearly, there's still feelings there, but it's like the, mm. the, the, any other film would have made her husband like not likable, yeah. But this movie makes him so likable, and this movie's like, I'm okay with you going to hang out with him, and he's just like saying, like he's just he's so okay, and he's, he's very so supportive, very supportive. He's like, but of course I'm scared that I might lose you, but that's just how I feel, and I'm telling you, that's how I'm feeling. But go out and like he came all this way to see you. Yeah, ha- yeah, absolutely, go and see him. Yeah. And so I just all made, I'm yeah. hearing is this man is a walking green flag. This, this man's a green, like a walking green flag. Got and green like, flags that's, for days. That's where like all the conflict comes, and like there's a, the the whole title itself has a really great meaning in the film. Um, nice, but yeah, good movie. Very nice. Alrighty. Yeah. Number all right. four. Four. We're four. almost we're almost near the big meat of it. My number four is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That should have been nice. number three. It is. I know. As soon as you said I should have put John Wick at number four, in <laughs> my head, I'm like, oh, now I'm, I know exactly what comment's coming next. Whatever number um, two is. <laughs> All righty. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think in a very post-Endgame world, we haven't had great Marvel movies, and this one what? stood... It stood, no. with, it stood out, especially with Thor being very disappointing and Ant-Man being very disappointing. Oh, this, they sucked. This was a great breath of fresh air. I think it was a great way to wrap it up. I very much enjoyed it. it had the source and... And the source is animal torture. <laughs> yeah, and some very, very um, confronting things. Yeah, some dark imagery. Yeah, but I thought yeah. it was a... Great movie. Uh, it was a good one. A bit, a bit of like a return to form for Marvel movies, but then it no. sort of stops there. This does is what you, this is just a, a filmmaker having a good vision get you and knowing what he wants to do. James Gunn's led DC. Yeah, 
Sure. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. I believe it when I see it. That's very fair. But yeah, that's my number four. Not a lot to more I could probably say on it. Chris. Lucky number four. What can I say? It's a big one. Napoleon. Talk to me. Hey, yes. everyone, support the team, SA, Adelaide, on the map. I, it was number 11. Interesting thing about Talk To Me, I found out. My Tell friend me. told me, me. It could, this could completely not be true, but apparently the boy, the eye boy, you know the eye boy? Eye boy. I know the eye boy. The eye boy, he is apparently the little brother of the girl that I went to primary school with. Oh, Whoa. there you go. And my Hi mate, Adelaide is a small place. It is a Joy, small city. He, his, his, his name's mate. Joe Bird. Yep, that that checks out. It was a uh, it was a yeah. uh, a bird. Don't say a first name. A bird. No, yeah, <laughs> I won't. I won't dox the birds, but I went to school with a bird, uh, a bird whose last name was Bird. There and you go. Uh, my mate who also went to school was saying, "Oh, that's that's her little brother." And I was like, "Damn, man's doing well for himself. Good on man him. Man can act. Great yeah. actor. Man can act. Man can act." I wonder if that would have been hard uh, for his like sister to watch in the film. Oh, yeah. How would that be for his family? His on-screen sister. It wasn't easy for her. So, but real life, (laughs) real life. Yeah, I'd never even thought of that. Like how, like your parents must feel when you're like a young actor and you're like, "Hey, I'm in this new movie," and it's like they go watch it and support it, and you're just being like (laughs) horrifically maimed. Imagine if we'll get grandma to come down and see it. Oh God! <laughs> Imagine Margaret Robbie with her first big Hollywood film being Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, yeah, yeah, things like, like that. Hey, it could uh, be worse. Nan, uh, don't go see that one. <laughs> hey, don't bring Nan. Don't bring Nan. <laughs> don't. Yeah, a bit of trivia. Uh, what, what, what do we need to say about Talk to Me? Excellent, it's a great movie. excellent little, excellent little film. Little, little independent story. Look, you know, I knocked good. it down from 10 because they didn't end up doing the Q&A. You don't have to justify. Yeah, you're and just I mad. Did, <laughs> they they didn't get you. my copy. I didn't get did my they copy. They never doing it. They big no, timed they, us. They cancelled the in-person one and said it's going to be done by Zoom call. Wow. Uh, we'll do a, I, we'll do, we're Hollywood directors <laughs> now. We'll do a Zoom call for the people wow. in Adelaide. That's and what I just said. wanted to go and get my copy of it signed. Yeah. Which he said he would do for me. Because I asked him in an inst- in a in a um, Instagram live he did at, when he was just waiting at the airport, and he said, "Yeah, man, I've got this thing coming up in Palace Nova. Um, bring it there, and I'll sign it for you." And I went, oh. "And then it's because Alex he knew Alex was coming for that signature. That's why they did it." <laughs> it's like I can't go, can't go now. No. Hopefully, Street Fighter is good. Yeah, fingers crossed. Came for that. Um, shout out to uh, Triforce was mentioning talk to me again. No, but yeah, like, going I like, did hear that. I was just catching me. up on them the other day. <laughs> talk to, talk hey, to talk me. Talk to me. Hey, talk to me here. That's okay, excellent. Yeah. The idea of, uh, <laughs> can you imagine if at the end of the film, uh, instead of going to the other country uh, where they've got uh, this big group of people, it was just like <laughs> like Italian-American in the middle of New York. Hey, hey I let you. me. Hey, forget about it. I let you in. What? I let you in. Take my hand. Hey, I'm Take talking here. Talking to but, uh, oh, just once again, it's so great to hear that like some freaking boring dads in England are talking about Talk to Me, a little Adelaide film. Talking about, you know? yeah, film produced Adelaide. Testament, Crazy. testament to it. So Lovely. Fun. Brayden. 
What's your My number four? Number four is a latecomer, one of the few films that I did manage to uh, catch up with on my to-watch list, and it immediately bumped its way up the charts for me. Um, I really enjoyed Bottoms. Bottoms. Um, Bottoms is my number four. Bottoms is... How it's, got can I the girl, it's got the girl from the bear in it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. She, uh, and she's I believe, got a letterbox account. Sydney? Yes. Oh, my God, her letterbox <laughs> account. is so, Her review on Bottoms is amazing. Uh, let me very quickly find it because it's so funny. It's, yeah, Sydney from the boys. Uh, the yep. bear. <laughs> so Ayo Edabiri, <laughs> she, she's the first review you see on Letterboxd. It's just five stars, love heart. I'm in it with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Bit biased, maybe. I don't know if I can trust her. A little bit biased. Um, but no, That's Bottoms how she's gonna... is super fun. Um, it's, I would describe it as it's got big book smart energy. Um, in the sense of like, it's like really heightened, like real life where it's like, you know, some of these, some of these characters are just so like, for example, mean girls, way, like mean girls, like mean girls, where it's like, like <laughs> anyone who's in the football team is just permanently in their football uniform with like the shoulder yep. pads and everything like in the middle of like every class. It's very funny. Um, and they're also just like, they're just insufferable in the best ways. Um, it's got flawed main characters who are lying about stuff and are trying to make things work. They end up starting a fight club at the school, mainly because they want to try and pick up chicks, which if this was gender bent in any way, uh, it would be like a bad nineties film. But, um, the fact that it's gay as hell is just really funny. Um, and really, really fun. Um, the cast's great. The storyline is just silly. And uh, it ha- yeah, I, big Booksmart energy, which I think is why I liked it. Um, it's basically Booksmart, but make it Fight Club, but also make it uber gay. Um, and yeah, that's my that's my recommendation of Bottoms. <laughs> Super Gay Fight Club. Yeah. Uber Gay. Uber Gay Fight Club. That's it. Number four. Number me, a <clears throat> uh, little film that came out this year from a little director um, called Oppenheimer. Oh, Oppie Boppie. Oppie, 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 We wish we could have um, used it on the Germans. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's going to be spoken about later. I think it's, it's going to be spoken about soon. It yeah. will be. Very soon. All right, number Alrighty. three. Number three. Number three. For me is Dungeons and Dragons. It went from a a movie I was very keen to see to the trailer coming out. I did not want to go near it with a fucking (laughs) stick to everybody talking about how fun it is. So I finally watched it and I enjoy myself so much with it. So it rips us. It's definitely one I will throw on again. Yeah. Without hesitation, so if I if I see it there and I'm looking for something random to watch, I will definitely throw it on. Guys, it's, movies can be fun now. It's movies okay. Can be, movies can be okay. fun. 2023 was the year we went. You know what, guys? Movies can be fun. Movies again. That's fun. That's mm. put the fun back in movies. I just remember the when the trailer when I saw the trailer in the theaters it's for a- the first time. I the genuine like ah, oh, I don't like this. Oh no, it's very made me quite. 
disappointed. So I just really didn't pay attention to anything else. Yeah, Guys, we can use practical effects now. It's okay. Practical effects. It's okay. Oh, my God. Just the five of them together is so much fun. Yeah. And Chris Pine. Chris Pine. The best Hollywood. Like Chris Pine. Hugh Grant should be the bad guy in every film. <laughs> Paddington, too, and Dungeons yeah. and Dragons prove that. You know what? I'm excited for Dune Part 3 when they cast Hugh Grant as whatever, a sandworm. I don't care. It'll be great. <laughs> the Emperor, maybe. Oh. <laughs> now Christopher Walken's the Emperor. Yeah, he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, yeah, Hugh Grant can be the villain in anything. Need the spies. Got to mind the spies. The spies is needed by the Imperium. Um, they shoved it up my ass. <laughs> the spice was in my ass. Right, For four long years, the that. spice <laughs> up my ass. I was able to travel through space. There the was spice. a one. Look, uh, number three. Big one I just saw recently. Don't think we've talked about it yet. It's the boy and the heron. Ooh, Ooh new Ghibli. New Ghibli. Let me just get this cast list up here because... They stacked. did. They stacked this with, for the English version. I mean, I, I guess, tried to go see this, but there was just no session times that fit fit to me. Yeah, fit I to was going to ask you if you wanted to maybe go see it because I could do. It. I could go again. I have. Uh, I well, have if you I can find a good like session that. time, uh, uh, eight eight forty. If we head right now, oh, I'm, oh, in Alice Alice Springs. Springs. <laughs> I'm in Alice Springs. <laughs> That's that. I'll just watch it alone then. Are they got a show in Alice. Come on. Wait, which cinema? Eight forty. Prospect, you can get there. And do they still have it going Friday onwards? Let's have a look. Bless tomorrow. I I wanted to see if there was a screening (laughs) when I was available to go, but I missed it entirely, which is super duper sad uh, because I've been watching a bunch of the movies later, so I will talk about them. But uh, I really was hoping to get uh, Godzilla minus one on this list. I saw that. Yeah, I would love to talk I've about it once it. we've done this. We'll talk about Godzilla later. No, I've got plenty to say about to. Godzilla. Oh, fair enough. I don't want to. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> they're running it in in the city on the big screen at when? 6 on Friday. All right, we'll go. And 6 on Saturday and Sunday also. So one okay. of those. I'm perhaps. also kind of going to go see the Iron Claw after basketball on Thursday. Oh, I do want to see that. I want to see that. That's going to make me cry. Wrestling. I wrestled. Zach Efron. Yeah, it does yeah, look, uh, it does look hey, it's Chris, really touching. Boy hey. in the Herod. Boy in the Herod. Boy in the Herod. <laughs> Beautiful. Amazing. I, my friend said it very good when he said it's got a lot of all the little great bits from the other Ghibli films kind of put into one. Nice. You know? Is it weird? <laughs> it's a bit weird, but it's not too – it's fairly grounded. I'm, like, oh, I don't know. You have to see it. trusting the, you wholly the, on this because I have imagery. watched so many – Ghibli films that I have just not been on board with. The, yeah, but I would if say, you're telling me to go see it, I trust you. It starts getting weird and we're like, okay, how do we get here? But then that quickly like evolves. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. there's there's just some beautiful imagery. There's some ideas. There's some things that go on. It's just, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful that the villains in this film are the best, the best Ghibli creatures I've personally <laughs> experienced okay. so that it's they pop up and it's it's great and it just keeps getting better cool. and then dave batista is their leader and 
it, it's it's something. It's Weird something. hearing his full name, but yeah, and it's just Batista. The emotion is also there. So you've got this like comedy that's played so well, and then this the, the emotional parts are so heart wrenching. Like there are some um, sequences that are so intense. Like you really takes you to a place, and beautiful animation. You know, got definitely got that Ghibli weird in it. But yeah. Um, yeah, the thing that puts me off, the only thing putting me off about it is the amount of teeth in the heron's mouth. Tell all oh, teeth. The heron, the heron is, has so many teeth. It just puts me off so much. He is a character mm. and he changes form a lot. Oh, so okay. You, yeah, it's it's something. Okay, cool. It's something. And I've that, heard that Robert Pattinson's really good in it. He's amazing. Like, he's fantastic. You couldn't tell it was him, really. Yeah, that's great. I'm like, there's so many names here, and a lot of them I don't, I don't know who they played because it wasn't like just you know they were great voice acting. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, um, that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. And oh, this girl's in it. Who's this? I know this girl. What's she in? Florence Pugh. It's a Florence oh, from Pugh. the boys. The no, the Korean girl from the boys. Oh yeah. I didn't even, she I didn't even realize she was in it because she, she doesn't talk in, in the boys. <laughs> so how would how done her? What her voice sounds she, like? She was in Bullet Train. What's she? That's my go-to plane watching movie. Bullet Train is great. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. It makes flights go quick. Mm. Does it make what else you, can I say? Does it make you wish you were on a train and not a plane? No. Because mm. that train get fucked up. Oh, soundtrack also. Beautiful music. Yeah. Beautiful tones. Some very simple kind of like, you know, like theme music like for the heron. And it's like so vibey. You know, like you, you hear it and you just think of the movie. Like, mm. and there's so many memorable imagery that I'm seeing right now. Like, you know, when, and you, when you hear that, those tunes, you can just see it. Like yeah. it's, it's iconic. Yeah. A beautiful flick. Beautiful flick. Beautiful little movie. Brian, what you got at three? Very nice. Number three, I've got Oppie Boppy Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. At Oppie Boppy. Mm. Oppenheimer. I barely know her. Um, this is just a this is just a really <laughs> fucking good movie. It was. It's just good a, it's just a It'll really be spoken about. It's just a guys. I don't know what to tell you. It's just a good movie. Like when you think of movies, you're like, "Yep, that's it. That's a movie. You did it." I do um, usually think that. Everyone in it is uh, crushing it. Robert Downey Jr., Buddy Rami Malek, um, Florence Pugh. Uh, I think we're going to talk about it too later. Silly Boy Murphy. Yeah. I think it's going to still, definitely pop it's up still again. Coming up. Yeah. yeah. Chopping. So, uh, we'll get to that. My number three is a film in a different language. It's French. Oh. It's called Anatomy oh. of a Fool. Oh. And this is about a lady whose husband falls out the attic, kills himself, and they all think she did it. Oh. And yeah. And uh, it's it's two and a half hours, predominantly in French, but also in a bit of German and some English. Um, it we never the the best thing about the film is that we actually never see what happened to him. So we, as the audience, we don't know if she did it or not. But Ooh, that's um, cool. Yeah. So uh, really great acting, really great courtroom scenes. Um, courtroom scenes in a different language that was still just as gripping as I've ever seen. Um, there is an argument scene um, halfway through the film 
um, it's like a flashback to her and her husband having an argument, and that's one of the best written scenes I've ever seen and listened to or read, technically, in this case, <laughs> yep. um, in my life. Um, the main actress is amazing. Her son's amazing. This is some of the best dog acting I've ever seen. Oh, um, hell yeah. And, yeah, just really loved this film. Flew by for two and a half hours. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Go I watch have, Anatomy of a Fool. I have seen um, screen grabs from this, like the courtroom scene in particular. Mm. I've seen people sharing that and I didn't know what it was from. So French courtrooms look a lot more fun than ours. Like oh, just, yeah? their, just their architecture and layout and how, where everyone sits. Oh, okay, because it's mm. in a building that's older than Bit our country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Established <laughs> as grandiose. by white people. It just looks more fun. I'd rather. Yeah. I'd feel less bad about going to prison if it happened in a French court. He <laughs> <laughs> just wants French, to sit in one of those rooms. Do French prisons sell? But give you baguettes. French uh, prison. Alex is going to find out. French prison doesn't exist, guys. It's just yeah. prison. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, number two. Number two, do I? My number two is a little little old film. Called Spider Man Cross the Spider Verse. Nice. I feel like this one's going to be a lot of number twos here. Maybe Braden's number one, I assumed. Who knows? Anyway. Who knows? Um, again, they knock it out of the park. The animation's sick. I love it. I love the blend of all the different Spider Man. Um, Spider Man. I'm very excited to see where, it, where it, this goes in part two. I just remember seeing a lot of people being unhappy of where it ended and I'm like, do you not realise it's a part one? <laughs> just, there are a lot of people. It like, it's, everyone's it, just it, like, why did it end there? And it's, it's the like, same as all the people fuck. who are like angry about Mean Girls right now like, and all the backlash Mean Girls has been getting Wonka, online. Is it, is it mean because girls? it's a musical? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Wonka, Mean Girls, and there's one more that yeah. were not, and Colour Purple. All three movies not being advertised as musicals that are clearly musicals because nobody cares. The general audiences don't want to go see musicals. So this, yeah. they're not advertising these movies as musicals. You need a yeah. musical crowd for it that will enjoy a musical and they will enjoy yeah. it. But, but I'm guessing that one might pop up later. So all the rest. It's, uh, yeah. There's a yeah, great the fact, clip. The fact that uh, people yeah didn't know that it was going to continue and there'd be more. After it, yeah, people were furious. Mm. Same but with Mission Impossible, good. but that was cool. Mission Impossible yeah. did it right; it named itself part, part one. one. Part one, yeah. That's it's that's what um, Spider Verse didn't do. Spider Verse was originally a part one. Yeah, cool originally part one. it was. But they changed it, and then it. they changed it. But like when 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 it throws that to be continued or whatever it said, yeah, you sort of put two and two together. But I guess a lot of like Marvel movies just like would always throw in the four will be back. Yeah, sort of thing. So no, I guess people are a bit, bit more like He's not a, coming back. Anyway. Yeah, Thor ain't coming Chris, back. you're number two. Number two. Oh, it's a good one. It's the holdovers. Oh, twins. Oh. Twins. 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 I really twins. want to watch this movie. Twins. Yep. This movie's... Me and Alex watched this movie and I love it. It's like it. a warm hug. It's like a warm hug. It is. It is a warm hug from Paul Giamatti. I'm going to watch this movie that every Christmas lovely. now. Doesn't it? Do you imagine how he would smell? Hey man, it's a it's a it's like a two family. man race. It's a two man race for uh, best actor in a film at the moment. It's it's Cillian and and Paul Giamatti. It's it's those two. Um, so, so it's gonna be fun. New, 
It's a new boy who I kept thinking the whole film he looks familiar. Yes. And and then he's new. He's like first first, first debut. First like yeah. yeah. He oh wow. He he just won um best newcomer at um the Critics Choice Awards. He deserves oh, it. Nice. Yeah. Great performance. Uh, this movie is. Oh my god! The cinematography in this movie is breathtaking. It's like watching a modern day Kubrick film. Cool. In terms of the shot composition and the locations they use, they fully utilize their locations as they should. They got every single bit they could from those locations. They really That's did, especially uh, it's that classic, like the filming inside the old buildings and actually using mm-hmm. the beautiful framework of the old buildings, like mm. having massive a massive wide shot. We're, yeah, we're in this beautiful church. We're going to have a massive wide and have the characters tiny, which adds yeah. to mm-hmm. the gravitas of the room that they're in. And you're like, okay, this is like a big old American, you know, college. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Acting's oh, great. Like yeah. Characters are great. Made me cry. Yep. There's a hug in the movie that's more effective than any – no, there's a handshake in the movie that's powerful. more effective than any hugs I've ever seen in a film. Damn. Handshake. I, was, I thought you were going like to say any hugs that you've had as a person. <laughs> so I'm, so, I'm very, very much looking forward to watching this movie. I was really hoping it happened to be on Prime or something the other night, but it's not nah, quite I found it. found it in the gutter. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And you picked it up? Picked it Rated. up on a stick. <laughs> God damn, what a throwback. The only one left to give is number two. My number two. Come on, give us, hit us with the Kennedy. The Kennedy, the Kennedy. Yeah, it's Barbie. It, it's 100% Barbie. I freaking fucking faduking loved Barbie. Um, oh. Barbie was fantastic. I loved it. It was so much fun. And I, it was just, it was fun and it was heartwarming and it had commentary and sure it wasn't like the deepest commentary in the world because like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a Barbie movie. It's, it's, it's going for a mass market audience. It's not going for like extreme lefties like me. So like, yes, it's, it's approach to explaining feminism and the patriarchy isn't uh, anything, you know, groundbreaking. And- and fascism in that one bit. And fascism <laughs> as well. <laughs> My God. But, um, yeah, like, it's not it's not winning any uh, uh, breaking awards or anything for <laughs> its, its analysis. But what it does is it, 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 it's like feeding vegetables to a child by hiding it in the yummy food. Because you get all the fun stuff where it's funny and colourful and it's got every celebrity you could shake a stick at and all of them are there, but then they're also like, hey, but uh, women have feelings too and we should actually maybe respect them more. That's what it's about. Yeah. Um, uh, The soundtrack slaps. It's so good. And Billie Eilish's song is... Enough to make me cry constantly. It's beautiful. Um, it lost today at the it? critics cool. yesterday at the critics choice awards yesterday. Sorry, it what? lost. I'm just can beat it. Um, for <laughs> the, have you seen the memes of Ryan Gosling's face when I'm? It just can won it. I have not. It, he, I oh have. my god. He um, just shocked. I've got a meme. That's great. It's, ex- excuse the um, the Yo, caption I'm with that because like. Like uh, Billy and Finney, Billy and Phineas won at the Golden Globes. Oh, 
Okay, here we go. I love the meme. I, oh. I saw this exact <laughs> meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good! Because everyone's just like, "What would I made for?" Is going to win because yeah. it won everything else. And yeah, it, it's I, ju- I just hope they nominate. I'm just Ken because then he has to sing it. Yeah, at the Oscars. You know what? I am. I am so here for that because I'm just Ken is a masterpiece of cinema. It's so good. <laughs> Mm. And honestly, all the performances in it are fantastic. Like, uh, hands down, Barbie's one of my favorite films of the year, and probably one of my favorite films of all time now. And I, I think it holds a really, really good spot in my heart because I went and saw it with Michaela, and then the next time I saw it, uh, my sister and I took my parents to go see it, and I have never heard my mum and dad laugh in a film more than with Barbie, like. They were having. Oh, hang the on! Best I'm pretty time. sure Randall hit pig laughter during the Meg, where he almost yeah. stood up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. He did do that, but you should have heard when they started. Well, I will. Well, I will. Yeah. In Barbie, my dude, when he starts I playing guitar, push you around and I lost his freaking mind. And I've never seen my mum cry in a film from laughter because my mum will cry at the drop of a hat, but like crying of just laughter and just be- not being able to stop. It was so heartwarming for me. I absolutely loved it. So Barbie's great. Number two. Number two. Uh, my, my, hold this. over. Let's hold over. Oh, yes. Yeah, the hold over. Alrighty. Here <gasps> we are. The big We're one. at number one of 2023, and for me, I think it's pretty obvious what's left. It's it, it, it's good, good old Oppenheimer. Oppie, Oppie. Oppie. twinning, twins, twins. twins. Um, I don't. Yeah. How, what? What? How, other than like everybody sort of thrown in some stuff. I. This was a movie. This was. It's impressively a, well paced for a three hour film, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it is. And one that jumps around a fair bit. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. Vision uh, and vision. I saw, it's a lot of fun. I sort of left. Those. I sort of left the theatre with just sort of like a bit of an. My mouth a bit agape, just in awe of the movie. Like the silence as they're waiting for the bomb to mm. go off. Uh, to, yeah. It's one of those is where it, is it silence is I bigger love, than sound. Like I it has more of an impact. My favorite section of the film is everything after the bomb went off. Well, that, I, know the, I, I know the build up mm, to the bomb powerful. going off and the bomb off. going it's, off itself is like peak. But like, I don't know, watching yeah. the unraveling think, of everything and then Robert Downey Jr.'s oh, yeah. character takes a more predominant yeah. spot whole, in that last whole, half like, is incredible. Um, Interrogation stuff, like especially like, um, Emily Blunt in those scenes. Emily Blunt's is, scene ooh, is fantastic. But like you think, you think the bombs, the bombs gone off. You end with them dropping it. You think the movie's done there, and then it's like, haha. No, no, no. we got, we got. And lore. then, then you get hit with like the other, like obviously that's sort of like in itself, like devastating because they've just dropped in a target. Then you sort of have like the unravel, yeah, unraveling of and his we bring it, life himself and everything. We bring it full circle back to him and Einstein having the conversation, which oh. like started off Maybe the Maybe they were talking about something more important than you, sir. So oh, good. So good. Yeah, and the message and like, I like like Nolan's done these um, multiple kind of timelines before, especially like, like Dunkirk, you know, the sky, the land. And this, mm. the fission and fusion was done so well. And yeah. obviously having the, the fission 
in uh, the fusion in black and white. Mm-hmm. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. He's a handsome man. Robert, he's so he's a handsome man. Robert Downey Jr. Just, is so fucking good in this movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice he's, to see him get back to acting. It is <laughs> real acting. Yeah. yeah, like I think there's like as a lot this this year had a lot of like movies that I was like I enjoyed that a lot. Like, I, I had movies. a lot of fun. This is like the one movie that I was just in awe of the whole time. Mm. Like mm. it was a spectacle. Like obviously the whole thing with Barbenheimer as well. Yeah, like, yeah, it was a massive cultural moment. But it, like, it, but it, like this movie was just le- left left me in awe. That's the best way to put it. This movie left me in awe. It's one of those, like, you know, obviously we're all expecting the bomb to go off, but, like, they yeah. managed to do it where you were still like, oh. The fact that, so, one, like, the fact that yeah. they were able to meet and, it like, at times exceed the expectations of the actual bomb sequence. The practical the explosion. That, the fact that they made... Oh, I hurt myself. The fact that they made me in the middle of the all the bomb happening in the middle... In the middle of all of that, there was this one part of me that was going, I do want to get back to the other stuff, though. Like, mm. and the bomb was <laughs> like, going off. And I was like, oh, like I do, want to, I do want to get back job. to the talking. It does make, like, obviously he is known for, like, being the father of the atomic bomb sort of thing. But they do such a good job of, yeah, making you interested in the other side of it, not just the bomb side. Cause obviously yeah, that's yeah. like the big, that's the big well, cool side. That's the a big great, boom. Uh, like biography yeah. for the bomb, but also showing all the personal like Oppie story. Yeah. He didn't want that. And, bomb oh, the, and still the managing to deliver movie. like the horror of it as well. Mm. Oh yeah. But the, all the, um, all the shots of sequences that were like, you know, like the particle, crazy particles on the screen and yeah. the, the inferno at the start with the, you know, Prometheus stole fire from the gods. Yeah. Like that is how you start a movie. And it we got is. all of that, um, philosophical stuff. Like they got that in, they got the, you know, I've become death, mm. destroyer of worlds, and Florence you know, Pugh. and they, and it, it and Florence well, Pugh's Florence Pugh. titties, a lot of, yeah. lot, yeah, I did see that, didn't I? Yeah. A lot of Killian Murphy too. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot, a lot of that guy. Not all of it, but a and lot. Not they didn't. I did hear um, a lot of people talking about how on IMAX that was quite a that was quite a spectacle. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was. <laughs> it, you know, it's just the, the part that gets me is when Emily Blunt's envisioning them in the court oh my God, while he's getting is- interrogated. That one is like a jump scare. <laughs> yeah, she's just it's just because it's a jump it just scare. puts us in her. It puts us in her like position and what yeah. like matter what he says. This is what she sees. Yeah, it's horrible. And uh, it must be said, there are a lot of ways they could have uh, shown the, the horror of it, but having you know him kind of underhandedly see it in the background as he's kind of realizing Ooh. the reality of at the party, you know, oh, B, oh, yeah, B. And, and he's subtly like, that's it's a, a jump real scare good... when the sound cuts back in. Oh, yeah. the stomping of the feet. Yes. Oh, it's a real good, uh, like seeing his mind's eye, you know, that, like how his, how it's affecting mm-hmm. him and how he's realizing it was really subtle. Like this mm. is what he's thinking about and we're seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Good. Crazy. Good. Good movie. Braden, let me guess, Braden. What's your number one? My number one, guys. Oh, it's definitely Saltburn, mate. I, 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 I do want to see Saltburn. 
You don't um, want to watch Top Burn. You don't. Yeah. You do. Mm. Don't watch that one. <laughs> so, yeah, some top. There's some sperm drinking. I, I, there's, there's a lot. There's some a lot grave, of everything. Some grave. Some uh, grave fucking. There's a lot of everything. What's, Irish, what's Irish boy's name in Salt Burn? Barry Kyogen. Barry Kyogen. Have you seen? Like you, he's you saying he's, he, he's glad people aren't seeing him as the weird kid anymore or something. <laughs> but all the all the like really masculine photos of him with his shirt off and stuff. He looks really weird. Weirder than he did when he's. <laughs> Just a small Irish boy. It's, I'm sorry. I'm That's the Joker, baby. Him with his shirt on, though, and now he's been doing all these uh, promo uh, shoots and everything for Salt yeah. and everything. Like, dude can rock some styles. Like, he, he oh, yeah. is looking good. Um, yeah, shout out to Barry. Barry, Barry. Um, Keoghan. Spider-Man. What's your number one? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Cross Spider-Verse. Fuck, it's a good movie. It's it's so well animated across all of its different mediums and formats that they managed across to do. Spiders. The art team did such an incredible job with it. Um, the soundtrack slaps. Mind you, not as much as the first film, but the score yeah, was great. I agree. I think I think the the I think like we talked about when we reviewed it and stuff. I think the first one the soundtrack played a very big role yeah. in it, whereas it took a backseat to the story this time. Yeah, mm. um, And getting to flesh out a bunch of characters uh, as well that, um, like, I re- I'm what one a- of the people that really loved that opening, like, basically, like, 10 to 15-minute sequence with Spider-Gwen. Um, yeah. I, I really loved that. Um, I have oh, talked the to watercolour for her world. Yeah. Ooh. I've talked to a like, lot of people like a mood ring, who but- weren't as red hot on it like they were like oh, i wish the film would start and i was like dude what are you talking about the film's happening and it's amazing right. um, but, um all the new additions also what a villain oh what a villain so how they how they tackled spot i could talk about forever but then not only that just like how they managed to introduce and build up this villain which is very clearly going to be a larger part of the picture in the next film as well, but then also having the conflict not be just about the bad guy and the good guy and the good guy team and the bad guy, like building it up so that there's all this conflict happening between how they're doing the good guy shit, like, and how they tackle that. Oscar Isaac's great. Fucking Daniel Kaluuya as Spider-Punk is so good. Hobie Brown in this film is cooler than he's ever existed ever. It, like, he's better than he is in the comics, in everything. It's really frustrating because everyone wants more Spider-Punk, but he's the one and only Spider-Punk that is that cool and that good. So, I don't know, man. It's it's great. Really, really, really love it. It's I, I have the art book. It's, it's, it, it's fantastic. I have and a number one. So, I think we do. know what it is. Do you? So. I don't. This movie I saw and about halfway through the movie, I went, this is the best film I've seen all year. This is the film that's kind of made me love. This is a, like, it's the film I've, I was halfway through the film. I was just like, you know what? I haven't enjoyed a movie as much as I'm enjoying this. And then kind of maybe dragged on for a little bit too long. Mm. And I was like, I can't, because of that reason, I can't put it to my number one just because I did find an issue with the film. Mm. Whereas there's been other films this year where I didn't really find a lot of issues with, but I have lower than this. 
And then I just kept thinking about the movie. And I kept thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And I said, fuck, I'm going to go see it again. Ooh. I watched it. And even though I, I understood my original criticism, it didn't stop me this time because I knew what was coming. And yes, I still think it's maybe a bit too long, but I have not enjoyed a movie more than I enjoyed Poor Things more this year. I, that is my number one nice. of the year. Nice. And I think it, it's my favorite. Just It's just my favorite film of the year. I love everything about this movie. I love all the weird and wacky choices. I love the soundtrack. I love the cinematography. I love the performances from Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo needs to be studied in this film because he is so fucking funny in this movie. And he, he talks like, Bella, come, Bella. Let us take the evening air. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, he's walking around like that and then he just becomes so unhinged at the end of the film where he's screaming out, Bella, like, into her window, her open window. Yeah. Um, it is – he's magnificent, but what's even better than him is Emma Stone. Emma Stone deserves all the awards for this movie because the risks – and what she does as an actress is something I haven't seen too many actresses of her caliber do. She gives her whole self to the movie. She does – like there is a scene in this movie when I'm just like, well, this is her award here. <laughs> like, and, like watching what – like there's this that, – because if you don't know what the movie's about, the movie's about Emma Stone's character, Bella, who essentially is kind of like a bit of a Frankenstein's monster – um, basically, I'm not going to say how, but she's a fully mature woman with the brain of an infant. Mm-hmm. And you follow much of her through this film, learning about life, growing and becoming her own independent female, and which involves her choice and what she does with her body, her own thoughts and everything like that. Whereas, you know, there's a part in Paris where she's experimenting a lot with her body and where it's oh, yeah. probably yeah because you get the full stone you um, do you do you get, you get, and you get a lot, and you get crab man too um, <laughs> which was a highlight of the, the film but uh, there's just so much of this film that uh, I loved so much and it it just the production design the costumes uh, everything about it I, I just enjoyed so much and I just keep thinking about it and I can't wait to watch it again and it's just, it is my favorite movie of the year. Very nice. It is definitely <laughs> at the top of my watch list at the moment. Um, yeah. I do. It really it's very is weird. something. It's very I'm weird. Keen, I'm keen for it to be weird. It's uh, extremely I, weird. I feel like especially the first 30 minutes maybe, 25 to 30 minutes, is you're going to lose a lot of people. I, the, the, um, you can imagine oh, yeah. people walking out the oh, center. Yeah. Like, yeah, the first 30 minutes is in black and white and you're experiencing like the weirdness of Bella as an infant and what comes with that. Okay. But you're also learning about Willem Dafoe's character and all the weird things about him. Um, I didn't know it's, Dafoe it's, was in this as well. Oh, he's yeah. Frankenstein. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's and Dr. Frankenstein. he's fantastic. He's, yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake. He, he's got this thing where he can't, every, like, he can't produce gas. So... Probably the funniest um, moment in the film. It's and it's a one cut of those, back to it when he's mid-bubble. Yeah, it's the comedy um, comes in threes. They just keep doing this subtle <laughs> thing, which is a bit quirky. And then the third time, it just hits so well. Like, the, I, the whole cinema laughed. Okay. Like, it, oh, the whole point of this yeah. character is that, like, he can't 
his dad experimented on him a lot as a kid and his dad was like, I'm going to take this part of your body out um, to see if it's important. And it ends up being important. So he has a machine that has to help him produce gas by blowing it out of his mouth in a bubble. Okay. And it's just the sound he makes while he's doing it. And then just like the brief pause and then the pop in the air. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Yeah, the the kinetic timing of of the bubbles. It's really yeah. something to be studied. It, it's it's not a movie you can show anyone um, ever. But yeah. it's, look, it is a cry. This should be R. Are we still on that after your second watch? What? This movie should be rated R. Oh yeah, this, this movie, movie should, should be not, R. This movie should not be rated MA fifteen plus. Parents would be mortified if they brought a fifteen yeah. year old to this movie. Ooh, like okay. seriously. There are some parts it, which are cr- downright criminal. One part I was like too, for me, was like too far, like really too far, like ooh, a crime. Which part? Oh, it's, the, da- the kids. Yeah, it's the kids. It's yeah. the, a sexual encounter involving children that is really wrong. But let's. It's, it's, the, it's the a short scene. Them, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just explain quickly because I yeah, don't because think it's that, that sounds bad. bad. That sounds bad. Um, yeah. Because it's. At one point in the film, Bella starts working at a brothel because she needs money yep. and and that. And that's all that's what I'm gonna say about that. But one of the clients she takes is a man trying to teach his two sons about sex oh, by bringing them to uh, a brothel and having them watch him have sex with Bella. Oh. Yeah, and it's played for comedy and I'm sitting there like, this is absolutely disgusting. Like this is too far. So for that one minute. The weird for me, I, I didn't find any funniness yeah. in it. It reminded me of Always Sunny where like the explanation for why Dennis is so fucked up is because Frank basically did the exact same thing. Like it's it, it's not okay, this scene. Yeah. It's not okay. But look, the rest of the deprived sex stuff is hilarious and is interesting and there's some very deep undertone meaning to yep. a lot of the selling your body stuff mm-hmm. i think a lot a lot of the downright weird stuff and and especially the paris segment so we've got a purpose yeah, there's some deep philosophical yep philosophy the, the word philosophical philosophy, yeah. philosophical and just, meaning to it and i think if you think it's a thinker and there's a lot there mm. there's there's just one section of the film that happens towards the end that really hammers home that more and yeah, I think it just makes it run a little bit too long, but I, it doesn't. Now it doesn't stop me from loving the film. Probably that bit it could be shorter. Um, yeah, I think Paris could be shorter, to be honest. Definitely the scenes um, with her, with the kind of uh, the burlesque like brothel owner. Yeah, there was one scene with her which was just it really didn't hit any buttons. It was just yeah. like okay, cool, that was weird CGI kind of in that. You know, that's and not then, CGI. That's her. Why does it look so weird? She, because she's wearing a um, – she's a really time-frame woman and she's wearing – what's the thing that the women wear to make – Corset. Corset. Corset, yeah. She's wearing anyway. like a really tight corset and it makes her look like a goblin from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really feel like there was much to her character other than obviously she's like a pimp exploiting people. So And then they, hmm. they added that bit and it just – yeah, you could take 10, 20 minutes out of there, including the questionable crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. God damn. 2023. Four things. Movies. Let's do. Soundtrack's great. Let's do a quick roundup of uh, some other shit we've been watching uh, so that we can um, all catch up a bit. Because I've got some stuff to talk about. I'll quickly. I watched 
every episode of the Ted Show. Oh, um, that just came out on binge. Okay, it's good. It's good. I've been seeing so many ads for it the past few days. It's it, you know I if you like Ted One, if you like Ted One, you enjoy it. The the young kid does a spot on young Mark Wahlberg impression. Um, of course, and it it's would just be a, it's just, young him, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's nineteen. Mm. It's set in nineteen ninety three. Ah, um, and it's like teenage sixteen year old John Bennett um, and Ted, and they're going to school together and getting up to some things. It's so really this, good. Is it still beyond when Ted's kind of like famous? Because obviously in the movie they say you know it grows old yeah, and so everyone's kind of used to the after idea. After he's famous, yeah, yeah. It's so uh, he's already had his fame, and now him and Johnny are just. Um, you going know, to school. doing going to school, and you know, I went back and watched Ted one and two after watching this show, and I think my favorite joke in all of, in the shows and the movies is how people react to Ted, like it's nothing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like especially in some of them, like some people just go, "Oh, you're that aren't you that bear that came to life?" And they're talking to a oh, talking teddy yeah. bear. And it's just like, yes, it is him. Like, just how nonchalant yep. people act towards this talking teddy bear is the best. Yeah. That is, that yeah. is good comedy. Um, I like that. It's written and directed by Seth MacFarlane, who directs every episode. Um, so, cool. yeah, I uh, really, really enjoyed it. I had a lot of laughs. Nice. And, yeah. And other than watching Society of the Snow, Poor Things. Uh, Godzilla minus one I watched. Yes. Now, I, I do want to talk about Godzilla for a sec because my experience with Godzilla has been Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> Great movie. And that's it. Um, and there's your second brain. Sorry, time's that's up. That's it. As I said, we're done. Time's <laughs> up. Okay, uh, I just wanted to mention that I have seen Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> no. So obviously we, did, we, we went. I always would want to mention that too. <laughs> we went and saw Godzilla versus Kong. We all had very hot takes on it uh, and the community came at us and then Alex did. Did, a, did, a, did a backflip and really enjoyed it. I haven't rewatched Godzilla versus Kong, but. I, you think you're going to enjoy it again? I So <laughs> it's from working in Greenlight and having the King Kaiju collectibles cabinet in there. We have a lot of people in, in who come in the shop, love Godzilla, talk about Godzilla and all that stuff. And I've always heard people talk about how good Shin Godzilla is. And I was then hearing people talk about how much they were enjoying Godzilla minus one. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to watch Shin Godzilla and I'm going to watch the new one. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, oh, I never watched it. I'll go back and watch that, um, the 2014 American Godzilla with Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Brian Cranston. Um, and, um, um, oh, my God, why is her name escaping me? Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen, thank you. Um, You're welcome. And so I went and watched that, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, that was pretty good. Had some really good moments in it. But, like, overall, it was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and then I was chatting about it with some people at work and they were like, you know what you should do because you're, like, a film person and because you're, like, you're in the middle of doing all this. You should watch the original Godzilla. 1954 original Godzilla. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I'll take, your, I'll take your word for it. I'll go check it out. The original Godzilla is really good. Like, I get why this is... It, it, went and became a massive thing because like i mean it's it's most certainly aged uh it was made in the early 50s 
but um, it is really, really well done and really, really captures everything about how Japan were feeling post-war and especially post-bombs um, and, like, it being about that and, like, the fear of, like, the, um, yeah, the atomic bomb and everything. Like, they capture that really, really well. Uh, I really thought it it's really worth a watch even though it is incredibly dated in both its like production quality and like writing. Um, but I do think it is, it is, it is worth checking out. Um, and then I was re- looking into the history of it. Cause God, no, I'm not going to watch every fucking Godzilla. Maybe there's a bajillion of them and most of them look like shit. Um, so I watched a little uh, like talking about each of the films and they, they went off the rails like, with the sequel immediately they did the original and they were like this is our this is us talking about the war and the bomb and it's like got some serious undertones behind it and then the second one they're like what if he fights another big monster and it just goes nuts from there and i was just like where what happened where where did all the 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 like good storytelling happen where'd that go um it just became a big monster movie so then i watched shin godzilla which I was not ready for. People were telling me it was really good, but like it's really good and it's so different from anything else I've ever seen. It is political satire like I've never witnessed. Um it is so quick in how fast it jumps between different sections of the film to show off just how ridiculous and how much of a joke their political system is and the bureaucracy of it all and the the meetings upon meetings with different people and it it jump cuts so quickly it's it was so fast it was great and godzilla in it is really really good um and actually looks good which is cool and has some like original designs and stuff it was really i really like shin godzilla it was really good and that has brought me to wanting to watch Godzilla minus one. Alex, how was Godzilla minus one? So Godzilla, uh, really good. Uh, sorry, I watched. It was almost a month since I seen it. Um, <laughs> Fair. Really, really, really good. Um, a lot of it, the human element of the story is probably the best it's ever been mm. in a Godzilla movie. You care about the humans; they actually do a lot to create the characters and build upon them, and then place them in scenes where Godzilla's wreaking havoc. Cool. Um, Godzilla's very much not a character in the film; he's just the monster that shows up, and we have to beat him. Yeah. Um, whereas a lot of other movies kind of tend to make him sympathetic in that he's he's purely just godzilla he's angry and he's here to fucking destroy a town yep. um the atomic breath is great the characters are great there's a great boat chase scene uh overall just a really great fun probably one of the best godzilla movies there is from what i've heard i'm quickly going to rattle down everything else i've watched oh yeah Really quickly. Uh, also watched uh, Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This movie was very average. It was way too long. Uh, this movie is an hour, almost like an hour and 39 minutes long. Oh, Something unbearable like that. Just way too long, man. Should have been should have been two movies. Uh, but they do too much with it. The Hunger Games itself, uh, we, we all like a Hunger Games here. Um, the Hunger Games in this movie, because it's only the 10th Hunger Games ever, instead of are spending the whole portion of the Hunger Games just with the character in the Hunger Games. Because it's based on President Snow, who's a mentor, a lot of it's spent with him watching and kind of watching the Hunger Games and trying to influence 
and like interact with it. Okay. So that took a, a bit out of it. Um, Saltburn was overly horny and weird. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Talked about poor things. Everything I've heard about it. Uh, office Christmas party was a bit mid. The internship was all right. Poor things again. Talked about dream scenario. Talked about the holdovers. I watched Licorice Pizza. Oh, how uh, was Licorice it? Licorice Pizza. Oh, okay, that's boring good. as shit. Oh, no. Um, really two majorly unlikable main characters. Um, and, yeah, just uh, kind of did the same thing over and over again. Next goal wins Michael and I saw. It was a bit of fun. Um, just a bit of fun Michael Fassbender sports drama. Oh, I did, I've, I've um, seen the trailers for that. That does look fun. Yeah. Uh, Anatomy of a Fool talked about Society of Snow talked about Good Grief was a film I had a lot of hopes for. It's Dan Levy's directorial debut came out on Netflix. It was just nothing. Oh, um, two out of five. Anyone But You was fun. I watched Willy Wonka for the first time as an adult. Hey, the, Wonka. The, the original one. The, the Gene and Wilder one. Gene Wilder. And it was fucking awesome really it that is. movie slaps it's great yes um, i have not watched i didn't realize how long watch it i didn't oh, realize how long how long it takes for them to get into the factory they don't go into that factory until 45 minutes into the movie damn and he doesn't rock ho- up jim wilder doesn't have scene. a presence um and the movie's only like an hour and the movie's an hour and 40 long yeah and they don't rock up until the factory until there's 50 minutes left of the film Far out. Yeah, i um, think it was on it was on tv as like one of the nights while we we're on break and i caught it and i'm like how long was i asked mom how long it'd been on because i hadn't watched it in a long time and she was like oh, it's been on for a while and i'm like mm. oh fuck i forgot how long it takes for him to get there because yeah. he was just getting the um, ticket god damn yeah great he's got a movie. ticket He's got a golden ticket. Uh, anyway, um, great movie. Um, there's a, the best joke in the film is um, them chewing, like he invents this um, chewing gum that never loses flavor and can't be swallowed. And the, the little girl's like, "How do we? How do we get rid of it?" And he goes, "You spit." And she goes, "Spitting? I can't think of anything worse." And he goes, "I can think of one thing worse." And that was the best joke in the film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Mean Girls, the original again, and then Ted 1 and 2. But I've been watching a TV show that's currently coming out at Disney Plus, and it's supposed to be Jackson show, and it's surprisingly great. I am hearing really? that it's surprisingly good. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I am hearing that they did miss, is, they did mix the up kids the casting, great. though, is what I heard. I, with her, oh, no, with Hermes. it's fine. <laughs> is it Hermes? Uh <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda Hermes. uh being the the father of everyone. Yeah. Um and they had Edge so, right there. Yes, Edge plays um Ares, which is um God of War, which is perfect. That's spot on casting. Yeah, that's great. I I, I looked it up because um, I didn't believe it when I heard it. I was like, what? Are you for real? Yeah, um sorry, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah? Yeah. The rated R superstar yeah. himself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I just, Edge's in a, how did that go under the radar that he was going to be in something? I knew he was That's coming the, out in the Percy Jackson show. Yeah, but you're like you're um, wrestling. I've read the books. I've read I've read the Percy Jackson books as well. Nice. Uh, I'm now rereading them because um, the show sparked the interest. Yeah, and the and the I have Percy a Jackson up. kid. You heard it here first. Goddamn. Harry Potter, Percy Jackson. I was there. That's it. Um, so... Yes, that's everything I watched. Watch Percy Jackson. It's, it's, it's surprisingly good. The main kid that plays Percy Jackson is, like, great. The kids are great. They're age-appropriate too. Nice. That's that's always good when hey, the kids Gro- are actually Grover kids. doesn't have a goatee. 
I Grover had a goatee up. in the original movie. I caught up on something that we've been talking about and anticipating. I, I watched the Doctor Who specials. Hey, welcome to hey, the family. Nice. What do you think? And Brayden, you're, you're spot on with all everything. Oh, set. my God. They're so good. It's, yeah, but the, the first one, someone wrote a decent, decently good Doctor Who episode and then... Ten minutes before it aired, they're like, "This has to be like, a, 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 you know, like political. <laughs> like, make this political. It really is. Make this political. Go, go at it. At How it. do we do it? And, and then they stare yeah. down the camera lens. They do. It's it's the bit where, like, back in the tenant days, Donna has her when she's having her brain overload. She's going like binary, binary, yep. binary, and I'm sorry, it's a crime that. She's doing it again, binary, binary, and it cuts to her her offspring who goes, non-binary. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it made me laugh out loud. And, like, this is as someone, like, as a non-binary it, uh, person, it made me laugh out loud with how just, it's not even on the nose. It's on the entire body. Like, it's, no. oh, man, it's so funny, though. And Miriam Margo that was great. shoehorned in so much. Yeah. It was it was so confusing as to what that had to do with why she was saving everyone because she's a she's Donna's like it didn't actually explain uh, anything of the, like how they a, get out of the scenario of them dying. But like, okay, <laughs> what's the correct way of saying it's Donna's son, daughter? How uh, would, daughter. How would you politically trans, correct trans daughter? Daughter. Um, trans daughter uh, she's great like so she's got the doctor powers and that's what worked yep. but the, the fact that they it's like <laughs> because she's trans we where we all survived i just it was just so shoehorned yeah. in. it didn't make any sense yep. it's uh but it was a good episode underneath that the meep was a great oh God, character the great. We, um so good but then the next episode, which was just a totally self-contained Donna and David Tennant episode, yeah. which we somehow found room to like just have a like just go back in time yeah. and have a like second season David a third season David Tennant episode, and it was amazing. Oh my god, it's so it's good, so good, and like it just gets like horrifying. Like it does, and oh. it had that classic Doctor Who ending when it all comes together and it's like good. Yeah, like the whole thing with the captain, like what was she doing? And when they work it out, it's it's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, it's the a countdown. The, it's a countdown. The working out oh. scene works so well because it also made the situation worse, which yeah. like it actively hindered their ability to get out of it easier by working it out, which was great fun. And then look, there's been some weird use of CGI because uh, obviously Doctor Who, classic for its non for its practical effects, yep. and the CGI worked in that episode very well yeah. with the 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 stretchy Doctor oh, like and the, the big jaw Doctor and Donna. Shit. <laughs> yeah, loved that. The practical <laughs> didn't effects like hands that. though. Yes, good. They were good. Good. Didn't even notice. But um, and then we've got the. The Toy Maker episode, yep. which was great. I didn't mind it. I liked it. Um, thought there could have been more to it. It's kind of like yeah. he's uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is essentially just kind of just fucking with them, and then they play a game. It like we're just, we're just leading up to yeah, that. There's there's not much reason for him to be doing it. He's just kind of no, doing it. But 
still liked his end. And then the regeneration was strange, but like, I guess they're from a point like how we get, they needed to do something completely new because David Tennant's original regeneration is like the most famous Doctor Who moment. Yeah. Like, so how are you going to top that? This was fine. New Doctor. I like him. Yeah. Didn't like his first episode. I'm sorry. That's fair. It, the gnomes, the gnomes, the goblins. the goblins, the CGI of them was weird. It was more that when we went on their little craft, their little ship, yeah. it suddenly was a musical <laughs> and it was like the musical bit was so unbelievable. Like it just took me right out. Yeah. Like I was like, they're not just, they're not like while they're eating this like baby, they're not just having a musical. Like it was really. Yeah. That threw me off. I, I was like, this shouldn't be a little musical segment. It was really weird. And then uh, after each episode, uh, Mikhail and I watched on the Doctor Who YouTube channel, they're like behind the scenes of like the special. And in the one for that one, there's a bit where Russell T Davies is like, yeah, I I've basically figured that like the toy maker has like kind of, he doesn't say it this way, but like he's, he's fucked up the universe in some way. And there's all this like lingering toy maker-ness in the world with the like now that there's two TARDISes and two Doctors and all this stuff. And so he was like, you know, when else are we going to have a chance in Doctor Who to do magic goblins and a a musical song? (laughs) Like, Yeah, it it, it was like a weird, it was like the weird... uh, like Jabba's Palace weird singer yes, type vibe. It, so it just is. didn't fit. It was just this weird goblin uh, showgirl yeah, it is, doing it is song. The strangest part of it is that they're like, why do they have a band yeah. set up? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. While this is happening. Yeah. But I liked it. I liked how they, they got the goblin uh, king in the end. That was a bit graphic. Like, I liked yeah, that. that was I like, was shocked at how nice. much they went like, oh, okay, no, they're yeah. actually going to pierce straight through him. Cool. If there is any childlikeness to the musical bit, that bring us back yeah. to like reality. And I like that they're set. They're definitely setting up a few little, few little things. Yep, they're, they're, they're setting doing up. their good old yeah. mystery boxes. Who, who's that? Little, What's going little on? Un, little underlying storylines of the whole that that we see a little bit of yep. the whole season. A little bit of Bad Wolf. Yeah, it's Let's got say it's that. got some of that energy. Hey. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it. That's all. Said. I'm keen to yep. see where it goes next. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be checking out this Doctor. I want to see this Doctor in an episode that I think is like great. The the goblins just weren't a great villain. I want to it's see. Like, yeah, they just kind of yeah. We saw a teeny bit of it in his first appearance where he kind of he had that moment where he just suddenly like got angry for like one line, but that was kind of it. Like I want to see what Shooty's got in the tank for like really getting fired up. Like mm, I, I give give him like a really good villain. Yeah. Like Dave Tennant got many, and we'll see what he can yep. do. Uh, yeah. Very interested to see what happens. Um, I will also shout out. Uh, my pa really wanted to see Aquaman two, so I went and saw Aquaman two. <laughs> it's Thoughts? not. It's it's not it. Um, it and that's all you need to say. Oh, like jury duty. We know that. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. It's it's not it. It's uh. It really, um, it really just, it, it, it's the, it's the DCU really, uh, just falling over. Um, and this is sort of like the, the sad left behind kid that, uh, had nowhere else to go at the end of the day at school. And like, everyone's like, hey, uh, we, we got to stop. 
like we got to go home too. Like we're teachers, but like we have to go home too. Like this kid has to leave. Um, and it it just sort of all the teachers slept in the school. Yeah, that's it. Well, apparently they don't. Apparently they end universes and restart them because of money. Um, but yeah, Aquaman <laughs> two was just like I gave it like two out of five stars. Like, eh. the action, the say. action's Nothing fine, more. but Nothing like. Less. It was just really nothing. Um, and then also, I haven't watched Echo yet, but I'm very excited to watch Echo, uh, the new Marvel Disney Plus show. And uh, I also watched uh, What If Season 2, which... I haven't watched it. Yeah, either. very fair. Um, it, they're, they're moving away from what I would have found the most interesting for What If, where if you're making What If a show that's canonically linked to the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Give us more what if scenarios related to the cinematic universe. Give us like like they did in the first season of Bureau's like what if this happened? Like instead of like Peggy became instead of Steve yep. from one thing that happened, like tie more into the universe and stuff like that. Like I don't know, stuff like what if Rhodey died in Civil War when yeah. he fell? Like stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah no, they have a they they've gone instead um into the uh Partly into the land of like fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. What if the other half of Snapped is one that I'd love to see if they did that? Yeah. There, there's some really, mm. that, that, that's the thing. I, I do think this show has a lot of potential and some of it works really well and some of it is fine. But like instead, we're getting What If Happy Hogan Saved Christmas. That like. was not a good episode. Um, and it, I didn't need to be there. Um, the first episode of the season is actually pretty good. It's uh, it's Nebula in this basically like like cyberpunk like Blade Runner esque like detective noir story, um, which like has some fun vibes to it, but like overall wasn't incredible. Um, all the all the best parts of it are all the Captain Carter stuff. Captain Carter's great. Um, they they're basically just doing a Captain Carter show without calling it Captain Carter. It's called What If. Yeah. Um, the All the Captain Carter stuff is the best part of the season. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm very keen to check out Echo, um, and I will do that soon, hopefully. And I think that's I'll quickly, everything very, I've been watching. I'll quickly, <laughs> very quickly rattle off in the quickest form possible. Watch Saltburn. You already heard it from Choppy. It's just really fucking horny. Um Watch No Hard Feelings. Yeah, don't know about was a bit of was a bit of fun. Um, also, really horny. Are you only watching horny yeah. films? Oh, there was yes. For some reason, just it, it <laughs> really randomly the movies that Gemma and I kept on choosing ended up being weirdly horny. Hey, what are you two doing? Spare saw, time? After like, it's up to you. After hey, like man. the third, after the third one, we couldn't help but laugh when something like sexual started to you happen. Because it's like, it why the fuck does this keep happening? Um, she, she read she read where the crawdad sings so she wanted to watch that it was all right watch next goal wins bit of fun watch joyride as well that was a bit of fun had a great uh didn't realize um daniel day kim was uh making an appearance he had a nice uh, very emotional scene quite enjoyed that um and that's about everything noteworthy nice yeah very nice i think we're done Nice. I think we're we all it. caught up. I think I think we can start 2024 now. 
All yep. right, Michael wanted to do his most anticipated list, so we're all going to do our top 10 oh, most anticipated That kidding. could be next I'm week. Kidding. That could be a next week problem. I'm kidding. <laughs> sure. I'm kidding. That's a next week problem. A two-hour episode. I wouldn't mind having dinner and going to bed. Yeah, I, I am feeling yeah, dinner would be great. I would like to, I I need to, eat to I already had to run off because I needed to pee so bad. Oh, we should have. You, you left. We... Guys, we've fallen into the trap. I Three Godzilla talkers, all right. I want... I, you know what's sad? I didn't even notice you were gone, Michael. Yeah, I didn't know you were gone I didn't either. I was talking to I Alex know, about Godzilla. It was Three Godzilla. I, I absolutely bolted. Was, you were too busy talking about Godzilla, so I, I ran. That's so funny. I had nothing to, to, to talk about there, and I was just like, oh, Michael's chair's empty. I wonder if they noticed. <laughs> I did not notice at all. Oh man! Yeah. Like Michael's just I could have snuck under the radar until you started editing this together. Like, Hold on a second. Yeah, Where did you go? So, wait a second. Is this big gap? And the only thing I want to talk, and the only thing I'm going to mention about WWE is that they confirmed that CM Punk's coming to Elimination Chamber. So that made me very happy. Yeah, I did think of you when I saw there that. I was like, Alex is going to be so happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Came for that's that. all the rest. But of on good. that note, I'm really hungry. Yes, stop we're gonna talking. Go eat. So, um, Alex, uh, follow and like us. Choice, leave a review, like, subscribe, all that crap. Uh, if you're still here, good for you. And uh, uh, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm Alex. I'm Braden. I'm Christian. And I'm Michael. And we're out of here. Goodbye, losers. Bye. Bye.